Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I think we should um, have a musical jingle. No. Welcome to the creep dive. No, no. I'm, I'll spare the people. Like people barely like it when I talk on this podcast, so I won't sing. <laughs> no, they love it. Welcome to Can, both of you to your podcast. And welcome Can to I? you. Oh, thank you, Jen. Yeah. O-D-W-Y-E-R. That's Cassie Delaney. The third voice. And that's Sophie Best Selling Author White. With the long hair. And someone else's hair. The hair of Siobhan, I'd say. (laughs) Um, Can I tell you something, Jennifer O'Dwyer? Me? Yes. Yes. um, Only if it's from Dahi McChaig. Dahi! Twitter at is also Dahi McTighe. Absolutely brilliant telling of the Shackleton expedition on endurance to Antarctica on this week's Creek Dive. Well done, Jen O D W Y E R. It was I, fabulous. Uh, because some people were annoyed with me. Fuck off. Why? Because I missed out the whole bit about Tom Crean, the most attractive <gasps> man in the, the world. That's the guy from the West. And Do you remember he was in the Guinness? He was, a, he was a, yeah, and oh, he's yeah. a pub and et cetera, et cetera. It was just too much to tell. It was. Look, you curated the story perfectly. Thank <laughs> you, guys. I have more stories about people today. Yay, that's what we do here. I have a great one about a a very mysterious demise. I love. Go on, what is it? (laughs) This is the infamous story of Greg Flanagan. Oh, I thought you were going to say hipster jeans. And I was like, don't mention the demise of hipster jeans. They might come back. They're 100% coming back with a flare pubic hair curling no, around the edges. No, 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 no. <laughs> Although Julie Fox did have a tutorial on how to cut off the top of yours and wear the top bit as a titty cover oh and my the God. bottom bit just just below the pubic line. Oh my God, what Carey. about the jeans handbag? Oh, it's all It back. was the most offensive all ensemble. Like this was Julia Fox as well. She was 
doing the cutoff jeans with the waistband used as titty cover. And then what she had was another pair of jeans. She's processing. Full jeans where she had sewed the waistband clothes. So that was at the bottom. And then she'd sewn the legs, the cuffs together to make a gigantic disgusting bag mm. of an old pair of jeans. Is this Uncut Jobs? Uncut Jobs. She's having a brilliant run. She got to do that mental stuff with Kanye. Yeah. She got a Hermes handbag. She nearly she... had her own column in Interview Magazine called Fox News. Really? Did she not have that already? Is that not where the... Or it was just a guest appearance of her... It was initially. Initi- yeah, it was this initially. Woman is having the time of her life. So she got that interview... Or she did that guest appearance in Interview Magazine... Like with her um, Monday morning, what I did at the weekend yeah. diary of I went on a date with Kanye West. Something that twice. we do have to credit the Independent did it long before with one of those articles. I see. Do you not think she's amazing? Julia Fox. Yeah. Fascinated. Did you listen to the Call Her Daddy episode? No, just the one clip, obviously. On Jobs. Um, I, for research purposes, watching how that podcast was filmed in its entirety and what a video podcast experience in Spotify was like loved that podcast she has a had a very interesting life no mm. doubt about it oh yeah she had she a baby a, like 10 minutes she, ago did she have a the baby? baby's a year the baby was a year that's in 10 minutes in baby yeah, years. it is um and she was but a dominatrix she really had to touch Kanye's dick doubt it well, that's mm. what I meant by did she have to suck a dick? Do you think oh, she I had to it. go near there? I think she talked about being cast as his girlfriend, which makes me think this is... I mean, he was so encased in black so leather all the way through that I don't know how she would have penetrated the like outfits. like two giant condoms walking around. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, also, and he's gay, isn't he? Meh, no idea. Or maybe... She, nah, yeah, everybody maybe is now. Straight people are extinct. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> Want to hear about Greg? I do. The year was 2010. Great. Greg was spending the a summer's evening. We're in Texas. It's roasting there, apparently, in September. Delish. I heard. Very, very warm. Greg had a pretty kind of uh, locked-in routine. Uh, he was a co-owner of this landman for a company. He was a landman for a company? He had a company with his brother. So he was on long-haul trips, and he always loved to stay in this hotel. The Elegante. Oh, oh, who couldn't love that? Irresistible hotel. Oh my God, so glamorous. And uh, he'd pretty kind of, he spent a lot of time on the road and he'd a locked in routine. So he'd check into the Elegante with a bag full of sweets and 20 marble lights. Oh my God, so relatable. Right. Yeah. yeah. So he'd get into the bed and uh, he'd turn the air conditioning uh, down. He liked it kind of sweaty. And he'd get into the bed and he'd start hammering away on the sweets and the chocolate <laughs> bars and he'd smoke, <laughs> smoke a load of smokes. Mm. Is this back in the good old days when you could smoke inside? Well, yeah, I'm guessing so. 2012, 2010, 2010. It not like it. But I think you could well, get in a hotel room. You could, yeah. yeah. Mm. And uh, anyway, he was enjoying that this evening, 15th of September, a Reese's Crispy Crunch bar and a root bar, a root beer. And he was watching Iron Man 2. Uh huh. Sounds like a dream. Yeah. Everything's going fine. He tried to make some popcorn. He went up to the microwave uh, in the room, put the bag of popcorn in. She says, the Elegante has everything. <laughs> microwave, in-room microwave, stunning. It's living. And, uh, but didn't the bloody thing trip the breaker? 
So he went down to the front desk and he was like, I'm after tripping the, whatchamacallit, and I fried the electricity in the room with the popcorn. And <gasps> they were like, don't worry, we'll send someone up. I am picturing him, clammy, wrapped in a sheet, just smokes and sweets, like just fumbling oh. them. Mm. Yeah. I'm just... And the bag of popcorn. Yeah. Just a delightful evening. It's very easy to burn those bags though. A very. Jesus. He was back in the room. Someone had been fixing the microwave. So he lay back down the bed and he was doing a bit of emailing with the wife, Susie. And he had been married, divorced, and then remarried again to Susie, would you believe? Oh, very good. I love that. That's Me a too. Bit of, uh, so away, Richard Britton, Liz Taylor, stuff. Exactly. And so she was in contact and they were, she lived in Lafayette, Louisiana. And that's what he was doing. Just a bit of emailing that night. Tippy Next tappy. day rolled round, September 16th. Susie had not heard from Greg. Uh, he usually called her every single morning. So she was like, this is a little worrying. I'm going to call the office. No answer from Greg. Haven't seen Greg yet. Again, very unusual. So she sent a couple of the lads around from the office into the Elegante to check on Greg. Yeah. Few bangs on the door. Co-workers went down to the desk because no one answered. And they got a manager up. Manager unlocked the door. And there was Greg. Rolled onto the floor in a heap. Dead as a doornail. Popcorn bag stuffed up his arse. He fell on it. The way all of us fall on things <laughs> that could become lodged in our anus. No, no, not this time. He still had a smoke in his hand and the room was very, very warm. Oh, no. Okay. Right. Oh, no. So the outside of Greg's body, there was no or little evidence of what caused his death. The medical examiner noticed a bit of rug burn on his cheek. Oh but no. nothing standing out. Oh no. So they were like, look, it's looking pretty like he might have just had a heart attack, fell out of the bed, and that was the end of Greg. God love him. Uh, but they were like, we'll go in now and do the autopsy. Oh my God. So they sliced him open from sternum to pelvis. Yeah. Peeled back it. the layers. Mm-hmm. And it was an absolute mess. Oh my God. There's what? a horror movie about this. There, It was a mess in there. So Jesus something Christ. had ripped up through him. Oh! <gasps> Up through him. Oh my God. His organs were all over the shop. There was tears in his liver, his stomach, his intestines and his heart. And two of his ribs were broken. Oh my God. That's just actually what a woman's body is like at the end of pregnancy. Just absolutely norms. But (laughs) The medical profession are just like, ah yeah. Oh, there you go. A few broken ribs. Yeah, totally. And some part of the course. He must have been abducted by aliens. Well, they obviously considered that as mm-hmm. the initial uh, line of questioning. But then secondary, they were like, look, it looks like he's been beaten to death. Inside right? his body. It, from the inside out. Or they just decided, or he was just crushed by something enormously heavy. Uh, but there was nothing enormously heavy in the room. So they were like, this has to be a murder of sorts. A murder. There was one other thing about Greg's body that they noted in the, and there was this tiny, little cut in his scrotum and they were like that could have come from a kick or uh, something with a steel toe boot or Mm. you know okay that was just part of the thing Jesus ow so they determined then the death was caused by internal bleeding uh, and he died less than a minute and they determined his death to be homicide and immediately everyone was like very strange right no sign of entry or forced entry no reports of a skirmish in the room. Yeah. No real, there was no one coming in and out from the monitors at the front desk. They were like, what the hell is this? What happened to you, Greg? <sighs> and there was no head. 
<laughs> Never. <laughs> You've tried that numerous times. I need to moisten my lips. Not a whistler. <laughs> oh God, it's doo, doo. There we go. Flip banner. Okay. Doo. Nobody was coming in and out. Greg was dead. There was no heavy object. Um, and why the hell would anyone want to kill Greg anyway? Greg was just a normal guy. Just he Greg. He was just Greg. He didn't yeah. have any enemies or anything like that, the way us three do. Uh, and then the neighbors, they apparently in the other rooms, hadn't heard a thing. Uh, his marriage was solid. He was loved at work. He was working with his brother. Everything was tickety boo. If my husband called me every morning, I'd have motive. <laughs> Seb and I are not phone people. It's extremely rare that we have to talk on the phone, and it's extremely awkward. Now, they were of a different generation, though. Mm. They were the calling generation. But anyway. I have phone call relationships with some people. Just absolutely not, Seb. Oh, you wouldn't know what to be saying. No, they're very awkward. Uh, it's silent on the end of the phone. Right. The other thing was, like, he was well known in the Elegante Hotel. They were mm-hmm. like, we know Greg. This is his routine. He's a regular. Mm. He's, he wasn't coming in and out. He did the popcorn thing. He's a regular guy. And the police started investigating the neighbours, right? So on the night of Greg's killing or murder... Uh, there was a group of electricians staying in the hotel. They worked for an oil company. So they went to the hotel bar. They often congregated in each other's rooms. Bit of mess and bit of crack. Mm. Mm. One of the rooms was next to Greg's, right? So there was a video found from the third floor of the hotel showing at least three men in that room beside Greg's that evening. Mm. And the room was registered to a Lance Muller and a Tim Steinmetz and their visitor, Trent. So Greg's family hired, they were like, look, it's got something to do with these lads. They hired an investigator and the investigator worked with the police. They searched Greg's hotel room and the PI noticed an indentation in the wall. And he was like, I'm going to check the room next door and see if there's a similar indentation. So he scanned the wall next door, ran his hand over and his finger kind of pushed in to a point. There was toothpaste filling a hole in the wall. Oh, you all know that one. So he was like, something has happened here. And he shone a laser through, so he kind of got away the toothpaste, put a laser in the hole. Yeah. Went into the other room and the laser line lined up perfectly, which would have been between Greg's legs as he lay in the bed. (gasps) Okay. So they were like, I think we know what's happened here. Almost a year had passed at this point and they called Tim and Trent, the two lads that were in the room next door, the electricians. And they were called in to visit the police. So they returned home to Wisconsin and to the Texas investigators flew out to do the interview. And the two men told the investigators what actually happened to Greg that night. So the men had been drinking with this other guy, Lance, in the room Mm -hmm. next door. Trent went to get Lance's car to get a bottle of whiskey. Lance asked him to grab the gun when he was down there. When Trent returned, Lance took the gun from him and messing, pointed it at Tim, then Trent, then the gun discharged, narrowly missing Trent. The bullet went through the wall, up into Greg's scrotum, and ripped through his organs, and that's what killed Greg. But they never but found the no bullet. exit wound. The bullet was somewhere in him, obviously. But in the autopsy, they didn't come across they it. They didn't come across the oh bullet. Oh my god. god. I love didn't come across it. They didn't, D- didn't perform the autopsy it was just thoroughly. Messy. It was too <laughs> but much. It could have been mess. lodged in somewhere good, like right up in. It could have been somewhere in his spinal cord or maybe kind of in, lodged into a bone. Maybe his ribs. Remember, two of his yeah. ribs were broken. So uh, Lance had taken the gun back. From, uh, so that was it. So uh, they confessed then in the end. Here's how they did it. Lance took the gun back to the car. Trent got out of there as fast as he could when Lance got back. And he and Tim went down to the hotel bar. So they kind of, they knew the bullet had gone through the wall. Shit. But Imagine being down in the hotel bar 
Just with that knowledge inside And here's the thing. Had they gone to check to see if the bullet had landed in someone next door, they could have saved Greg's life. Oh my God. So they actually didn't know for deaths that it had hit anyone? No, because I'd say what they did was, because remember, Greg died within a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say they might have listened in to the wall to hear any screaming or moving around and then just been like, didn't hear it and we must have got away with this. Uh, But if he died in a minute... There sure. might have been a small amount of groaning, but you couldn't necessarily have heard that. But they may mm. not have been able to help. Maybe not. But it does feel like they should have told somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. The next morning. Best practice. Mm. Tim. Would be to go to the oh, reception. Just Sorry. go down to the like, Just even FYI. pick up the phone, hit but zero. And, and like the toothpaste in the wall just was a little, they could have just taken a little peek through. Exactly. But next morning confirmed it. And this is where they fucked things up because they saw Greg being wheeled away on a gurney. Yeah. <sighs> Worst hangover of their lives. Yeah. So they would so have been like, is that a coincidence or did we shoot that man? hundred percent. He was like, there, Lance has killed him. We know. Yeah. And t- then Tim admitted that none of the men had checked to see if anyone was in the room next door. And if they were cut, okay. So the confessions began. So investigators had called Tim. Sorry, they had Tim call Lance on a recorded line and he told him that he'd confessed to the police and that Lance would be wise to do the same. Lance pled no contest to manslaughter in 2012 and was sentenced to 10 years in prison. The judge told him that he was being sentenced for his actions after the gun went off. Mm. Chances are if he had checked on Greg, uh, he never would have served jail time and they could have saved Greg. And that's the mysterious death of Greg. Jesus, What's what a waste of a life. Flanagan. Mm. Why the f- Fuck, are you in the hotel room? <laughs> like, fucking. Yeah, exactly. You absolute dope. It's a dopey, silly move resulting I'm, in somebody's demise. I'm glad they didn't do the honorable thing and did get jail time for being such fucking dopes. I know. Do you want to yeah. hear another little quick one? Absolutely. Go this on. This is a man by the name of Frank Hayes, the only man to win a horse race while dead. <laughs> So on June the 4th, 1923. I've never even won a horse race alive. I know. He was a jockey, miniature man on the back of a horse. Legs Ah, up. so he had an advantage. He had an advantage. He's a jockey. He's already a jockey. Oh, sure. But it was like a jockey race. (laughs) A horse race. It was a horse, like a race. I thought he was just casually instigating a horse race through the streets. (laughs) (laughs) Just by himself. Yeah. No, he was in a line. He had the little vesting thing on. He was in Long Island. He had his colorful shirt. And the gun went off. They were all lined up. The gun hit him. Good. No. Oh, right. True. Kim Harshak scared him. Excitement of winning the race. He died. <laughs> oh, no. And of course, flailing on the back. Oh, no. And the race continued. And the horse beckoned won. And they just, they did allow for him to be the winner. Oh my God. I'm sure everyone was raging. Um, just seeing now if there's any old iconic pictures of that. I wasn't able to find any. It was 1923. I would love to see a photograph. Uh, Sweet Kiss was the name of the horse. Kiss of death. But when the horse crossed the finish line, it became evident to everyone that Frank Hayes was much more than just relaxed. Oh, (laughs) the newspaper says. Jesus. The local jockey, upon uh, finishing the race, slithered out of the saddle lifelessly. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I'm so sorry. I'm laughing. Look at this incredibly sensitive (laughs) holding image somebody has opted for on YouTube. Dead. Dead. <laughs> dead. He Exclamation was, We're mark. looking at a picture D-E-D, of dead. a man on a horse and just giant dead exclamation dead. mark red arrow pointing. Horrendous. So, good to die in glory. It says here it was a later deter- So this is uh, taken from 
the local newspaper at the time, Long Island newspaper, it was later determined that Hayes had died of heart failure shortly after Sweet Kiss took the lead. This is the New York Times speculated that the jockey's heart had given out as, as a result of the severe training in order to make the weight coupled with the excitement of winning his first race. Desperate. Absolutely yeah. desperate. Race weight is... Oh, it seems very... Do they have two little feathers? Very um, dangerous. Speaking of sweet kiss, do you want to hear about the most kissed lips in all the world? Of course, what a segue. I know, isn't it? <laughs> the chances. <laughs> Delighted. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, I'm teed up here now for the day. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this is a really mad story um, of a... What has become known as... It's French, bear with, right? Oh, is that it there? You just... Le inconnue de la Seine, right? So it's the unknown woman of the Seine, oh. right? This is... Oh, I know her. Yeah, it's a really mad story of a girl who was pulled out of the Seine in the late 19th century. So um, the exact story of what had happened to this girl was completely unknown up for debate she'd never been identified there was no sign of violence her body was pulled and um the autopsy suspected maybe it was suicide that she jumped in because there was just uh no marks no clues and nobody claiming to they said she was insane that was good. That was good. Um, so the woman was estimated to be about 16 years old when she died. Nobody came to identify her. There were rumors that maybe she was a. Are you sure, she was considered 16, an old woman 16, at the time. As she was, because yeah. she was in like 1880 or something. Yeah, yeah. No children. A spinster. Dispensable. Dispensable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was some rumors that maybe she had been having an affair with a Parisian musician and that he'd gone awry and she jumped in. But nobody what came to claim well, it could have been anything. Nudge. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she was after she was pulled out of the Seine, she was transported to the Paris um, mortuary, right? Where they put the autopsies on public display. So this was like the most fascinating thing to go visit in Paris. There was these big windows and people would line the streets and go watch. And I guess maybe it was to part of it was probably like voyeurism. Part of it was to probably identify the bodies. I see. But they were so fascinated by it. Right. The. Um, Real double jobbing there. Yeah. Like, we chop, you shop. <laughs> nice. But uh, there was not a lot else to do. Like, yeah. I would definitely have I would have attended. Yes. Um, the, the, so it was a public display, which I suppose wasn't that unusual. We've heard of public autopsies. It's another type things. of PDA. It's public displays of autopsy. autopsy. Yeah. Um, so it, they said there was not a window in Paris that attracted more onlookers than the autopsies. Oh so God. despite the huge crowds that came to visit her, nobody recognized her. Nobody stepped forward to identify her or give any sort of idea of, of what had happened to her before. But it's that's not to say that she went completely unnoticed because even in death, she was described as absolutely stunningly beautiful. So much so that the mortician doing the autopsy was so um, no. enamored Here with her go. face, Ridiculous. he ordered a plaster cast oh. to be made. So, and then he... Paper mache and come men, all over. Men, well, men, except men, even men, weirder. Men, 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 so men, they began men, men. mass producing these masks of her face. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And 
before long they were in like every souvenir shop across Paris what? and then they went Would into you Germany with the paper with the plaster cast of a young woman's face in your and home. it's so unnerving she's got these little closed eyes she has got a beautiful face I mean this is just it's like a half little smile right it oh, is so she's childlike she Very is a child and they were just so obsessed with her and the 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 masks Albert Camus described her as the drowned Mona Lisa. Everyone was transfixed Christ. by her face and this little kind of resting smile that um, it was in loads and loads of houses. German girls started like um, modeling themselves after her. And this was like she was like an icon of the time. Um, there were poets and stories and like everything written about her. People trying to imagine what had happened before um, I guess they couldn't believe that nobody knew who she there was. There was the mystery. Well. It was the OG true crime documentary. Yeah. Like it was the OG podcast. They just all had little masks hanging in their houses, wondering what had happened to this young girl. It's fairly but they were, miserable. It's quite grim though, isn't it? It's so fucking grim. And I know it's like back a, in history, but you can't imagine there ever being a time where hanging like, the mask of an unknown dead person seemed like a good child. idea. Is it yeah. like us kind of like with that real sexy Molly Malone statue though? Perhaps. I mean, she died of a fever and no one could save her and that was the end of Sweet poor Molly, Molly Malone. Malone. So we made like, her really busty. But like <laughs> fucking the absolute cockles and muscles on her. Unbelievable. Yeah. Jesus, they're the gorgeous. Shine shiny tits and yeah. her tendrils up and rubs them. So her face you have to, It's a motorboat for luck. It's the Dublin Blarney Stone yeah. except you motorboat by Molly Malone. <laughs> Did you ever kiss the Blarney Stone? No, no I didn't. Oh, have yeah. you? Yeah. It's, is it real moist? It's why is it I not have chlamydia. It's tiny now? right now. Like, is it not like this side? Is everyone just going to lick a bit of a castle? It's a kind of a brick in a building. Do you right. never see people do it? You, you have, have to go backwards. backwards. Yeah, yeah, it's like you getting rid of the hiccups. How it began, and I can't help but imagine it was a one person man. Yeah, who <laughs> was caught doing something. It was, with it the was a glory hole. It exactly. was the Blarney glory hole, and then they had to kind of sanitize it for the Americans. Was That's there it. a suggestion that a, was there an apparition appeared by the Blarney Stone? A little mouth of an apparition. It appeared. was Darby O'Gill. It was no, <laughs> it was Sean Connery. <laughs> Do you know the way? Do you ever notice they dubbed in Sean Connery's name in that movie? Real weird. No. Go back and have a rewatch of that movie and just marvel at the weirdness. Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Yeah, it's it's strange that Sean Connery manages to be weirder than all of Darby O'Gill and his Little People combined. The sinister nature of that film. Of Darby O'Gill. Ah, love him. Very, very, very weird. Back to the back to the girl. Very much like you remember those heads you'd have as a child. Where you'd practice makeup well, on Well, I tell you what yes. now, Jen. Yes. You are going to recognize this one because you've definitely kissed come her. across her and kissed her at some point in your life. And I'll tell you for why. Oh, right? I remembered why. Okay, go. I know so why too. They, um, she, was, she was totally romanticized. The whole idea of a woman dying in, in water somewhat peacefully just was fascinating to people. They never looked at one of those bodies afterwards. Um, But people also totally uh, they 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 coveted her smooth skin and her peaceful look. But like she was dead. She she might have had this thing where after bodies spend a lot of time in water, the fat layer 
actually hardens. Basically, it's weird. Like two completely different things, like a paradox can happen to a body in water. Either all their skin and flesh just kind of like sloughs off. I see. Um, often like if they're wearing clothes, that'll be all that's kind of keeping their human shape. Yeah. And once you like you can de-glove them very easily. <laughs> Love a de-glove. Love it. If you try to pull them out of water by hand or something like that. You'll, that'll all come away. It'll just yeah. come right off and then you've got a lovely new opera glove. Just <laughs> the one. And um, that was MJ's signature. An old de-gloved corpse. Yeah. <laughs> no? Do you not remember yeah. his one glove? Anyway. And the other way. The other way was that. Do you know that? Yeah. It's um, the fat, fat does hardens yeah. and goes waxy. That's it. That's what probably gave her this That's why beautiful was, smooth complexion. Mm. So what, after everyone has these like plaster cast molds and these reproductions of her face in their house just hanging on the walls really creepily, people then start to be like, ah, it's a bit weird. And they sort of move away and it dies down. And everyone's like, wasn't that a strange thing that everyone had in their house? Probably like that, like sexy Jesus that the moms have in <laughs> Ireland at the moment. You know, with Absolutely the, ripped with the little Jesus. Ripped Jesus with the red light with underneath the it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we all look back and be like, ah, oh, they were weird. Um, <laughs> so things kind of die down. For her for a little while um, until the early 1940s uh, when a Norwegian toy manufacturer called Asmund Lateral steps in and he is experimenting with a new material that has just become popular, plastic. Mm. And he's manufacturing toys and dolls and all that kind of other stuff with plastic. So he ended up creating the famous... Uh, well, one of the first famous dolls, the Anne doll, and it was a, uh, this Get toy of the year, her. sleeping eyes, natural hair. It wasn't, it was modeled off the um, unknown lady of the Sen, but it wasn't quite the exact same as her, right? But not raggedy Anne. No, 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 no. No, it was this, it was like a sleeping doll. It was a very peaceful looking, um, it was a very peaceful looking little thing, right? But, and that was fine. I think he he kind of was inspired by the masks and her face to create something that was like smooth skin with a little half smile and the little closed eyes. So he was doing really well manufacturing things out of plastic. So when a group of anesthesiologists approached him and said, look, we need to make something that is going to be working as a medical device and we need your help. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, 
That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You need a doll to demonstrate how to train people in a newly developed resuscitation technique. CPR. Yes. So... They approached him and together um, uh, with researchers, including the Australian physician Peter Safar, who was a pioneer of the CPR method, they began making a life-sized mannequin that people could use to practice life-saving techniques. But the toy maker, accustomed to manufacturing miniature dolls and miniature um, things, had a challenge to make a realistic functional mannequin one that could reliably be used to demonstrate the physical complexities <clears throat> of CPR. So aside from all those issues that he had to make the, the doll, that the kind of com- chest compression, compression doll ability, he was like, how can I make this look lifelike? So he brought in the plaster cast, the original, the original face of the unknown woman oh of the set and created the CPR dummy's face modeled off hers. And it's still to this day used. She and one of the, on. she still lives on one of the reasons as well that they went for her bearing in mind, 16 year old young little sweet face was because they believed that manly men would not be willing to learn CPR if the CPR dummies were male, that they would have to, you know. So it had to be, okay, grim. But also I can smell that doll. Yeah. Do you remember we had one in school, so? Yeah. Uh, I remember like playing with her loose lip area. I remember like compressing down on her chest. It would click if you pressed to a certain amount. Yeah. Very so evocative. The Ugh. mannequin, the CPR mannequin became known famously Not as erotic. Rescue Anne. <laughs> Rescue Anne, or in America, CPR Annie. Um, and she so was available wildly in the 1960s, widely in the 1960s. Uh, she's obviously not the only CPR mannequin on the dummy on the market, but she is considered she to be was. the most successful and one of the first. And she's been responsible for helping hundreds of millions of people learn CPR. Mostly teenagers in school. Yeah. And that is why she's often said to be the most kissed face of anyone in history. Good God. Mm-hmm. Imagine you knew that about yourself while you were alive. Little. Well, I think the uh, saddest you're like, you'll thing. You'll go on. I think one of the saddest things is is the. Um, Still never. We don't know who she is. Yeah. But also uh, the iterations. So like what's she. The first plaster mold. Obviously, the more you repeat something, the like. The worse it gets. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Things are at it. So I would not now describe the face of a CPR dummy as a the most beautiful thing in no. the world. <laughs> but it's just been reproduced so often that that's how she ended up on. And a they CPR. started not doing the hair and stuff. Yeah. Like a mean? Oh, bit the, of styling and she'd be back to. Bit of lippy. Bit of stuff. lippy really goes a long way as I am demonstrating does. here. Will I take another segue do you have another mouth focus? Your face to mine. Yes. Okay. What are the physical characteristics of an Irish woman according to our fave? Quora. Quora. Oh God, now, be kind. I ruined my algorithm by clicking this one, guys, but it's worth it. Okay. 
So this one was answered uh, by Mary McGarvey initially. By the sounds of her name, she has no excuses. She is a traitor to our land. Right. So that's the question. What are the physical characteristics of an Irish woman? Number one, stunning beauty. In the end. Yes. Okay. So Little Mary Roddy says. study beauty. <laughs> Faces and hair colors vary enormously. Of all European countries, DNA results show that the Irish are the most genetically diverse of all nations. Mm-hmm. However, That's physically, can't be true. They tend to be strong and short, and yes. their bodies are built for cold climate. Yes. Absolutely not. They generally don't endure heat well, and their skin can rarely deal with the sun. Yes. Mm. They burn red. Yes. And it turns into a freckled mass <laughs> once the pain dies down. That's true. Correct. Their hair colors vary. Much of it is brown or black, but texture tends to the thick, more follicles per square inch than amongst many Germans or Scandinavians. Suck on that, Germany. <laughs> the tendency to go white-haired when young is a predominant strain. It can startle it's a visitor me. in the days yeah. before widespread hair dyeing that the young men and women have white or salt and pepper hair before 30. Yes. It's genetic, possibly. You are so, so beyond 30, though. This is interesting. (laughs) Their forearms and lower legs are curved in a certain way that is quite distinctive, as opposed to other Caucasian straighter-limbed groups. Their hands tend to be small. Creepy. Yeah. They have short necks. Yes. And strong jaws. Yes. Their teeth are in a curved arch, as evidenced when they smile. Oh. (laughs) What does that mean? Also, a tendency to big teeth. Contrast it to Scandinavian and German teeth where often the top arch goes straight across in a row as one sees in Asians often. Their lips tend to be thin. (laughs) Their voices tend to be strong. Their health tends to be robust, although perhaps that was the result of very good basic foods, living on farms, drinking lots of tea and milk. International listeners, Jen does not know the words. Okay, their ruddiness. Blood vessels close under the skin, the frequent cold makes them red cheeked. Uh, Physically true. they can Beautiful. be unimpressive. Excuse oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you broke into the national anthem too and it's soon. too soon. But also in response to what were not very nice comments. Excuse me. I all I heard was uh, curved teeth. I enjoyed that. Uh, I liked ruddy and strong and short. I like the stumpy neck. And stump small neck. Small handed. Tiny hands curved. Yes. yes. Curved. A lot of curves. Okay, Mary does redeem herself here. They are, okay, physically they can be unimpressive, but watch out for what lies beneath. Personality. They are ferocious in emotions and intelligence and determination. Do not underestimate based on the visual cues. Excuse me again. Now, there's been a few people... Getting on this with is their not own thoughts. Allowed on TikTok, they will rip us to this is physical absolute TikTok. I can't, I can't put gold. myself out there like that. Okay, the media no. would have you believe this is another person, Johnny. Uh, the media would have you believe it's flaming red hair. I love this person. Immediately Raging. has some kind of weird thing against the media. 
Um, the media would have you believe it's flaming red hair, a tall, slender and long limbed physique, piercing green blue eyes upon a lightly freckled face of pale glassy skin. Yes. <laughs> and cute like little Nicole, beak up breasts sorry, with perky nipples. That's <laughs> describing Nicole Kidman. Wait. You were singing the national anthem over a description of Darby O'Gill. <laughs> and Johnny is in a rage. Johnny of is in breast. an absolute snit. Uh, he goes into bold type. But I beg to differ. The aforementioned archetype of an Irish woman is inaccurate in my experience. Okay, so Johnny thought he was getting B-cups. He's travelled to Dublin. Yeah, It's a stereotyped gimmick that traces back hundreds, maybe thousands of years to an older time when Ireland was inhabited solely by the offspring of Germans, Gauls, and Why is everyone obsessed with the Germans? Germans. I I don't think the Germans are that good looking. Oh, Oh, they they are. No. Uh. Okay. However, waves of immigration over the years caused by Viking Viking raids, Anglo-Saxon assaults, various pillages and conquests led to the genotype becoming significantly darker. This brings about the term Black Irish, and this doesn't refer to black skin. It's also, oh yeah, he's meaning black hair. It's also uh, thought that the descendants of Spaniards came over and um, stayed in the country long enough to further father children, which literally only is a couple of minutes that they stayed. Spanish Stayed Romana. long enough to father children, just uh, Doesn't and take gone. Yeah. Yes, exactly. In my opinion, these characteristics are more common and far more typical of Irish women. And he's shared a few pictures that do oh. indeed look very like Cassie and Jen here. Dark hair, beautiful eyes, freckle. Okay, um, Irish women. This is from Yamulamba Pretorius. Irish women tend to be pretty in their 20s and 30s. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, still hope for me. Something's coming. They have very light ruddy skin complexion with red, light brown, blonde or even black hair, light colored eyes, yeah. especially blue ones with freckles, pointed noses, very round breasted. Why? Though a small minority combines dark hair and brown eyes, bushy eyebrows, but still with fair or lighter skin. In most cases, they have a harder time tanning. I... You would have a desperately difficult time I tanning. I suspect Never that Yamulamba has yes. not seen the amount of tanning just on Cork Street alone. We have an amazing industry of false tan. Incredible. I think we it's, might be leading the world. What? There's so many brands. There's like Chocolate Starfish. There's. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> Is that true? Is that a brand? Is she cotton us? You're having us yeah, on. Yeah, or else she's launching a tan brand She's now. <laughs> like, to be fair, Sophie is someone I'd buy tan off if it looked well, because you were talking about the best space. Oh my God. Sophie, thank you. Well, Is that it? Have they told us more? But hang on a sec. Can I ask, is this just a random individuals describing what they think generally Irish women look like? It's, um, it's yeah, it's very, very of- random uh, there is a few real left field um, comments. Again, the focus on the Irish breasts, quite intriguing. Um, a few people have uh, pointed out that um, we'll usually have two eyes and nose, arms, legs and breasts. Mm. They normally have two eyes, two arms and two legs. Some are short and some are tall. Some play sports. Some are musicians and academics. Some sing, some travel and so on and so on and so on. Um, so yes, yeah, so, I mean, people got their backs up a little bit about some of this. Generalizing can often result in backs up. Okay, I would really love if the um, 
Daily Mail did a um, a Daily Mail style breakdown of the Irish woman's look. I would also enjoy that. Uh, will I take us out with a classic uh, Daily Mail breakdown? I have a little story about the Kentucky blue people that might fit into sort of as we're segueing today. Absolutely. Uh, just a kind of a visually interesting group of individuals. Let's go. Um, the You must have heard of this before. Ever heard of a little place called Troublesome Creek? No. no. Can I just say for a second, just <laughs> sorry, just back to back to the Irish. In 2017, we were voted um in the top ten for most attractive women. Uh, thank you. Yeah. That's a uh, we'd vote. like to thank you. We just had it, we just had it once. Um Was so it GQ we were, because they're just trying to make we up for the old colonization. Um, according to evoke.ie, we were eighth uh, in the world for most attractive women in 2017. Can't find any other reference. I don't think we have been um, on, in okay, that. Okay, evoke.ie. Okay, when on that list, we're nepotism babies. Well, oh, hold well, on. It, Irish women have decided we, we are in the top it. 10. No, it's, all, it's, of, it's, it's a research conducted by the elite dating site, beautifulpeople.com. There you oh, have God, it. So is it dot com forward slash IE, is it? Um it is dot com, <laughs> beautifulpeople.com and welcome. It seems to be uh, an online dating for beautiful people only. Look, says <laughs> exactly what it says on the tin. Um, connect instantly with beautiful men and women in your local area from around the world. I'd say you have such That'd be there. a rude awakening now if you weren't allowed on. Wouldn't it be? <laughs> if you'd paid your deposit. Do you remember your face or mine with Jimmy Carr? Oh God. Awful. <laughs> Hot or not was a site when in our yeah, youth yeah, where you course. could upload your own photo and just allow people just to rip it to shreds. Self-esteem roulette. Why would you do that or, now well, to yourself? Often people didn't. Often people would put up your photo and then just uh, wait. Jesus. So mean. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, and also Reddit, that, that thread is like, uh, what was the thing where people would be like, uh, uh, they'd hold up a piece of paper saying, I don't know, do your worst. They were just kind of courting. Oh no. Why oh, would you that's do that? Brilliant. Sometimes it's fun. And it can be good to know where your weak visible spots are so you can get quick <laughs> comebacks. Yeah. Do you know yeah. So you have access now to really cheap cosmetic procedures? Not well, invasive. Yeah. yeah, you could just be like, oh, how would you fix me? Will I tell us about an actual hot person? Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Dailymail.co.uk. What? You don't want to hear about blue, the blue people? Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, I forgot. Go. No, I might save it. No, go. Wait, hold on. This is chaotic. You tell your you story. You go. You go. This is just a Daily Mail special. You go. Well, go for it. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. 1820. An orphan arrived into Troublesome Creek. Where? Mm-hmm. What country is that? Kentucky. Aha. Uh-huh. USA. His name was Martin. He was excited to arrive. Here is people there And he was going to start his new life With his new wife She was nice Redhead uh, Called no. Elizabeth uh, Described as being So not fucking Irish If Johnny has anything to say about it Was she no. a cup? She No mention of her cuppage But she was described As being pale As the mountain laurel That blooms every spring Around the creek of the hollows <laughs> Niche reference The thing Martin it, The problem Like Martin didn't have a problem He was just blue Okay. Um, right. Physically, the color blue. Hmm. So it was an interesting kind of like very striking and blue dabba dee of the day. Very blue dabba dee dabba da. Yes, he had a genetic here we go condition called blupus. 
<laughs> we laugh. Now we're like this condition is creates a blueness in your skin, but you can live perfectly well and die at the age of 90. So I feel like we can call it blupus or uh, methomeglobinema. Ah, well done. So it causes uh, the, your skin to turn blue. Let's just leave it at that. And he went on to have babies in the village and some of them were blue and some of them weren't blue and that's the end of the story. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but the picture is... Oh, we got a picky. But the, the, there was a man, a blue man, uh, went on Oprah to be interviewed. I'll just find him here. Blue man Oprah. And you'll find him and his face. And sorry, I should have told that story better. It's going to be hard now because the blue man group's going to come up a lot here. No, you're going to see him. He's full Smurf mode. And what he's done here <gasps> yeah. is styled himself in like Papa Smurf. a blue. It, exactly. Cass. He's got suspenders, he's got a blue shirt and a blue undershirt and a big blue face. And he's living his life. The man who did he blue. turn blue from eating. He did. What did he eat again? Oh, let's see now. I need to see him. Gimme. So this, I remember seeing working. this on Oprah. Uh, uh, Paul said it started when his friend who worked for years as a, in a machine shop was diagnosed with petroleum poisoning. Jesus. And yes. So he saw an ad in a magazine for something called colloidal silver generator. And it said that this type of silver was used for treating conditions that were petroleum poisoning. So he ordered, um, he ordered it and he drank a glass of it every day and he went fucking blue. Jesus. And he went, went very blue. He went blue and then he went on Oprah. He's like, he's so blue. He did say that his, uh, his silver cocktail uh, fixed his acid reflux. In less than three days. And he thought, I will keep going. I'm prepared to take the blue skin if the well, reflux is down. Yeah, the reflux can be murder. You know, you live and learn. Jesus. And it's sometimes, it's like a body tattoo. Here we go. Uh, blue man fraud. I have blue to man say. fraud. Oh, really? All right. Is he a fraud? <laughs> now, this is... Posted on healthysilver.info. Oh, right, okay. Big so silver. Are we going to? So yeah. They are contesting his claims. Oh. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, uh, let me do a deeper dive into this blue man situation. This could be a good proper one. Sorry. I know one say, thing that is a red flag. on Oprah is that they have like. It was the Dr. Oz segment. And we all know no, yeah. that Dr. Oz is actually Dr. Swizz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they do seem to when he's on Oprah it's like they've touched him up a little blue where he's kind of in other pictures he looks a little grey there's a terrible picky now with uh, kind of the beard looks a bit tobacco stained and yes. the Teeth are very yellow. Curved. It's quite. It's the. It's the it's little a logo. visual assault. It's, it's not the little a little logo. It's not a great combo. I would have dyed the hair. I think the thing about Paul was he was starting to put. He was starting to you know put it on his face. Basically, he was dabbing it onto his face. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like he might now, have developed a bit of a. Now there is this. Uh, Argria. Argria. Yeah. 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 Which <laughs> is a condition. Caused by excessive exposure to chemical pompa- compounds in the element silver. So basically, and it's within all our reach to go blue. Yeah. Should we wish? Absolutely. Yeah. Good to have options. 
And there we are. Do you want to finish that with our Daily Mail? Yes, please. Oh, I do love a Daily Mail. Yes. Megan Fox rocks a midriff bearing pink knit cohort while on tour in Argentina with Machine Gun Kelly. Megan Fox treated her 19 million Instagram followers to several new photos, which the Daily Mail is now going to absolutely reef 800 repetitive sentences out of. <laughs> are we ready? Dying. For this. The raven-haired beauty, 35, wore a two-piece pink knit coordinating outfit for the rapper's latest show in Argentina. She accessorized with studded pink combat booties and a matching choker with chains. Right. The bombshell kept things sexy in the low-cut sleeveless top. That accentuated her cleavage and tied at the center. The matching skirt featured a ribbed waistband (laughs) and three keyholes on one side, complete with several tassels. Oh, God. The revealing ensemble (laughs) showed off the actress's toned and svelte figure as her lean legs and taut stomach (laughs) were displayed. More? That's, wait, that's four adjectives for thin in one sentence, Daily Mail. Good going. Megan wrote over a photo of her snapping a mirror selfie, Argentina, and added peace sign, lollipop, and heart emojis. All of those those words are all spelled out. The blue-eyed beauty, remember she was raven-haired beauty, oh, just a right. paragraph above. The blue-eyed beauty gave fans a closer look at her fun ensemble <laughs> in a second selfie posted to Instagram stories. She put her immaculately made-up face front and center as she flaunted a clear complexion. <laughs> That was highlighted with a sexy cat eye, blushed cheeks, and pink glossy lips. The (laughs) buxom beauty, mother of threes, Ah. long locks, were styled in a center part (laughs) And, and tight waves that fell over her chest. Fans also got a better look at her <laughs> neck jewelry, <laughs> a bubblegum pink choker with silver studs, chains, and pink dice. Fox continued the slideshow of outtakes without using any more captions. <laughs> Among, she's the word counters inside. You can do it. Among the several pictures was a shot of her with her soon-to-be husband's bandmates. The group of talent was dressed in black as the Till Death star and her fiancé stood out with their pops of colour. Machine Gun Kelly, born Colson Baker, wore a white fishnet shirt that exposed his many tattoos paired with sparkly black trousers. His hair was dyed pink as he lovingly wrapped an arm around his longtime partner. You are the only... Pr- oh. They know no one's reading this. <laughs> Don't Not they? at all. There wait, is wait, an wait. exhausted thesaurus right beside this. <laughs> oh, yeah. This exactly. writer. Switching things up. <laughs> the Jennifer's body actress switched the next images to black and white. 
giving them an artful and dramatic touch. <laughs> Another photo the of the twosome backstage was zoomed in on them, cropping out the band members who stood on their sides. Rude. Baker smirked as his partner leaned into him and gave the camera her signature smoldering look. Another more intimate photo showed Meg's caring side as she took to her man's hair with a flat iron. She's straightening his hair. Okay. (laughs) Once the musician stepped on stage to perform with his guitar strapped around him, Fox took a photo. She was a proud girlfriend as she shared a fiery image of the emo girl hitmaker belting out his hits. The photo showed multiple shots of Machine Gun Kelly strumming his Good. instrument oh. and singing into a microphone <laughs> during his Lollapalooza set. Like, how? <laughs> Do you know what they've done there? Well, quick, quick round of applause because let's see. Who's let's the see. author? Ashley Gray, you made it. God love her. Just, Posted you know at nine minutes like... to 1 a.m. Oh, <laughs> Ashley Gray is Let's, fucking earning. We're the doing few it bob. now, right? Word count 488 words. They're Beautiful. on a 500 oh, word minimum it. word count. We've done it. We've been those people stretching out an Instagram story into 500 words. Horrendous. We have been those Could people. a bot not do this? Probably, like but it's probably cheaper in. to pay a young writer who's desperate for, oh, God, for God, a bit of lunch lover. money. Lover. Wait, before we go, we've got a gig. Oh, yeah. Now, you must listen. When is it? Oh, It's April, April the 7th or... No, let's get it right. <laughs> it's the 7th It's the 7th April. of April. Where are we first, gals? We'll tell you now. Are we in Dunleary in the Lighthouse? Yeah, no. we are. Bernard Shaw? I don't know. We need hold to on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here, I'll just entertain you with what Kuora thinks I want to read about today. Truly, truly, it knows me so well. Okay, so what do we think? First up, did Rose have a baby with Jack? And is he slash she still alive? Brackets, Titanic, question mark, from Daniel Marl, who seems to think that Titanic was a documentary. <laughs> Second up, from Ruben Lopez. Is there a CCTV of the planes crashing into the World Trade Center? Ruben, hey, hey, get in touch. I think we have some shit we can talk about. I have no way of finding this out. It's a we email. are in the lighthouse on this. Okay, okay, we just go from here. Go. So we have gigs, two gigs coming up. On the 7th of April, we're back in the lighthouse in Dunleary, which we love. You love it. We've seen you there before. Great food. Great food. Great vibes. Lovely upstairs area. We love that. We love, love, love the lighthouse. And then on the 12th of May, we're in the New Bernard Shaw over in Fibsborough. I can't wait to go over there. I actually haven't been to it before. The building is class. And again, great food there too. Amazing food in Bernard Shaw. So tickets are, as always, on sale for our patrons first. So if you're not a patron. You get the 24-hour head start. Get over there. Get onto our patron. You get a 24-hour head start. They, I think, one time made it out to the public. Yeah. Sign up. Gotta be quick. Get in. 
Get gotta be quick. Gotta be slick. 7th of April, 12th of May. See you then. Uh, I feel like I have a bit of house creeping. <sighs> Welcome to our new patrons anyway this week. Totes. Yay. Totes, totes on the way. Are on. Let it rain, Totes. Hooray. Totes. For the oh, God. Oh, God. Envelope all over my B cups. <laughs> <laughs> I flaunted my B cups. With some envelope pressing. Okay, uh, no birthday corner this week, just myself. Uh, Be birthday. 37 years young, 26th guys. 26th of March. Yeah, that's it. Big day, big 37. Day, big day. I'm feeling pretty optimistic. I always like the odd years. Yeah. 36, absolute shit show. 35, terrible, terrible. So actually my whole theory is gone, already gone. It's going to be a great year. Uh, yeah. So we'll see you on, over on the Hive where we've got part two of the Columbine. We've got the Columbiners. Yes. Right. See you then. Bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.